I want to get off my keister in all caps, do something for the kingdom. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jerusalem, shushmushalem. It's Tucson, baby. Jerusalem. Tucson. <laughs> and he's like, look, guys, I'm an actor. I make choices. Yeah. And the director's like, holy shit. Stevie B's CBD. <laughs> Homeless man. <laughs> That's the pod. Good night, everyone. It's a daily show music. Lord Michaels, for your consideration. I'm doing fucking intro. Here we go. Okay, Jesus Christ, man. Sorry, man. Hit me with it. I mean, the one I did was perfect, but let's keep it. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, Welcome, everyone, to Overshadowed, uh, the only podcast about the siblings and spouses of famous people. This week, we're covering Stephen Baldwin. But first, I'm Zach. I'm Charles. And uh, man, let's redo it. (laughs) Oh, my God. We're never going to get it done, everybody. Let's talk about this. Today, we're doing Stephen Baldwin, the youngest brother of the Baldwin brothers, the most famous being Alec Baldwin. We're covering Stephen because he's a very interesting character. If you do remember him at all, he was a doofus in a bunch of weird movies you may have seen him in biodome yeah uh that earned a one out of a hundred on metacritic yeah his he did a lot of low rated doofus a lot of crap he did he was in uh the usual suspects and that that's like an extremely that's like a cold classic that's a pretty high highly acclaimed movie he's Mm -hmm. not a highly acclaimed part of it but he's not bad no he's not bad some of the scenes he's not bad he's in half baked he's also the brother of uh lone gunman alec baldwin yeah who I, I mean, honestly, I feel like Stephen. This is his chance to rise to the top. Definitely, he needs to come out. The problem is, he's very committed to Christianity and, <laughs> and nobody spreading the faith. Yeah. And nobody hates that more than people who make movies. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to work with him. No, he got a little too deep into faith, but it's not a bad thing. He helps people with his faith. No, I think overall he's a pretty good guy. I mean, he. Uh, we're gonna cover his like conversion to cre- or his re his returning, his born again. Yeah, he was reborn. his rebirth. He was a born again Christian. Yeah, because he was a Catholic. When he was a kid, and then he he kind of went his own way. Hollywood. He's living the he's living the life. He put it in an interview. He's doing all these Republican talk show interviews. He's like, yeah, I was living in the fast lane. I'm like, you were fucking hookers. Yeah, that's <laughs> you what were, that means. No, that's like the you fast were doing lane. blow out of butts. Yeah, you were doing some wild yeah, stuff. He's like, I was in the third lane. Yeah, on the yeah. highway, the fast lane. So that's the lane I'm in. I was passing people. I get to do whatever I want. He has some uh, financial struggles. He goes bankrupt. He uh, doesn't report income tax for three years. Yeah. He has a very devoted fan base mm-hmm. because he's like one of the h- actors in Hollywood who, you know, he is, he is kind of a good dude. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. And uh, he's really promoting Christianity. He calls everybody brother in like the way that your priest would. He's like a camp counselor. But like a I think people, Christians, see him as like, oh, this guy could yeah. make Hollywood holy again. Yeah. <laughs> he could take one of the O's out and really, yeah. really oh, start Hollywood. something. Hollywood. The way it was supposed to be. Well, here's, here's one thing I saw in an interview, him talking about it, in terms of like why Christians don't like, sorry, why Hollywood doesn't like Christians, okay. is he explained it, which I think is a good explanation. Christians preach a certain thing, which includes that certain things are wrong. And not good to do, not holy, not uh, of God, whatever. And so a lot of the things that Christians don't agree with, that's how people in Hollywood live their lives. And you could tell he was just trying to steer on saying gay. <laughs> but he's like, you know, whether it's like gambling, I'm like, or nice, a guy. nice start, Steven. Yeah, Gambling's, gambling's good. Bad. Gambling or or just being lustful or, or overconsumption, just drinking and drugs and stuff. And I'm like, just say gay, Steven. Yeah, come on, Stevie. <laughs> I don't th- I don't know. He's uh, there's a few interviews where they're talking about, you know, his politics of like, 
gay marriage and whatever. And it's like, yeah, he's not great on those issues. But I think overall, as a guy, he's actually pretty cool. Like, I would say overall, I'm I'm in favor of yeah, Stephen I'm pro Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. He's not the best actor. He's he's an actor. Yeah. And that's nice. He's in the league. Yeah. But you don't. He's in sad. Yeah. You go to. Yeah. He pays his dues. He's part of a. He's got a better brother. To Christ above all, he pays yeah. his dues, and he gives glory to God. And he can't. He doesn't know how to smile. No, he doesn't know how to smile, and he's passed that on to everybody in his family. Yeah, if, if you look up him and Haley Bieber, they all have this weird blue steel look that's not good. Yeah, if he's given anything to the world, that's a blue steel doesn't work in reality. This yeah. guy saw Zoolander and was like, perfect. Yeah. That's the smile. And if you look at his smile, he has weird, like, dimply, like, upward facing dimple fangs. Yeah. Like, at the corners of his mouth, there's these little divots that go up whenever he smiles. Yes. And it, it looks like look, a weird cat. It looks like a, a jack-o'-lantern or something. Yeah. Like, when you draw a smile too big and it gets creepy. Yeah, he's got these upper little... It's like there's two bobas stuck in his jaw. Two little bobas. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a couple of... And it's weird that it because sometimes it just doesn't yeah, help to up. smile like oh shit oh you got a touch screen no did you touch it? what happened <laughs> I don't know what okay. happened God he has oh, dude these I do want to drown gray. in his eyes I know he has unbelievable eyes great Look at eyes this guy frosty are they blue father and daughter are they dating this girl will be lucky <laughs> <laughs> he does on. have those bedroom eyes even in his younger look at his younger pictures though look at this guy he yeah. had this look always. Look at these three. He has very pouty lips. That one, he looks kind of like a male porn star. Yeah, you know what it is. Also, the middle one there. I mean, those two when he's like a, when he's like twenty. Those he's hot. Yeah, he's a hot man. This guy's still trying a little bit too hard. He's that's yeah backwards hat. Who who would yeah. wear that? Signed it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's I mean he's a good looking guy there. But he's looking normal there. Yeah, he has resting face. Whenever he tries to look hot, that's where it starts to it's go hilarious. wrong. Hilarious. Head bent down, pouty, real pouty. Pouty hot boy. Pouty hot boy. The long hair wasn't working. No, no. That's a bad look. That's a, what are you, a pharaoh? <laughs> so he's got this look that is blue steel in real life, and then the best thing is finding pictures of anybody in his family, and he's all given them the gift of this curse. They <laughs> yeah. all s Somehow he's converted everybody in his family to think that's the way, the best way to that's smile. That's how to smile. We're all going to be a hot family together, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the Christmas photo, one, two, three, pout, 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 everybody pout, Haley, <laughs> Christ yeah. on three. All right, so hit me with the movie. This guy. I'll hit you with some movies. Well, we all know him from The Usual Suspects. Uh -huh. Have you seen that movie? I haven't seen any of this guy's movies except Biodome. <laughs> That's so sad. I know. Is it a fun movie? I actually di didn't like it, but I don't know if I like paid attention. Okay. It's one of those movies where there's a big reveal at the end, and then you're like, oh, but it was it was so well hidden that it wasn't fun for me got it it wasn't like i was kind of guessing at that the whole time it was too big of a reveal i'm like got it. you know when it yeah. was it's too disconnected from the plot that's yeah. how i felt probably okay. just because i'm an idiot sure but uh it was one of my ex's favorite movies so she's like isn't that cool and it, i felt bad i was like yeah ah. yeah great movie babe yeah i love you love the movies you love yeah, spend the weekend at my mom's <laughs> <laughs> he's in the usual suspects when they're all lined up and uh they're trying to get you know, when you're in a police lineup and you got to like say, uh, say, say the line so we can see if you're the guy who said it. And they, they go, can you say this line? Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. And he does a thing that I don't know if it's good or not. I'll put it in. I'll splice it in right here. Step forward. Give me the fucking keys, you fucking. 
Knock it off. Get back. Number three, step forward. He really makes a decision. It's very stupid. I think it's stupid. You cocks like a motherfucker. Yeah. And then they kept it in there, and he was probably like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He probably refused to do a take that wasn't that. Yeah. And he's like, look, guys, I'm an actor. I make choices. Yeah. The director's like, holy shit. He describes himself as an adrenaline junkie mm-hmm. in his like overall life, and you can kind of see that in his acting. He's really over the top. He, he says he likes skydiving. He did this movie called Eight Seconds. He's riding bulls. You know, ATVs like he's just like skateboarding. skateboarding. Right. And then yeah. he, he like he, you can tell he's kind of going for like an X Games performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like at 100. Yeah. You know, very time. committed, very high on life. Even when you're watching interviews of him and they're doing like B-roll of him just standing around. He's like, yeah, the B-roll, <laughs> the B-roll is insane. The B-roll from that that Christian interview is awesome. crazy. It's the best B-roll I think I've ever seen in my life. I want to buy it's like wh- him posing. Yeah, I want to buy whoever edited that a drink. It he really did a good job. Amazing. Because he's talking about how he found Christ and then spliced in. He'll just be like, he's like, I had to do that. Did you? Did you have to do that? You didn't have to do that. does that to a camera, you're like, this sucks. He tries to do like a a pop out scare in the middle of an interview. And Augusta had a very interesting reaction uh, to the question. She literally burst out laughing in my wife's face. (laughs) I just had to do that. You're like, what? Yeah, and he's like, I'm kidding, man. I'm crazy. I'm a good guy. I'm just high on Christ. Thanks, thanks be to God. Thanks, praise be. People, praise be to him. Praise be. Uh, yeah, he. But I, he. Uh, this is what I was gonna say. I feel like he's the kid in school who eats worms for other people's entertainment, but it's not clear whether they asked him to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. are they laughing at him? Are they laughing with him? Did but anyone have this idea except for him? Yeah, but he gets to hang around with the brothers. Yeah, he, what do you mean? He gets to hang around with the crew. In Posse? Still. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies that I think we should watch. It's uh it's a it's an all black western with uh starring White Comrade. That's how they describe him in the film. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin. Starring but White Savior. White No, he's like definitely no, a know, tag along. Yeah. There's a there's a scene where a guy comes in and uh, everyone like jumps out a window to escape. Stephen Baldwin throws a knife, totally misses, and then jumps out the window. <laughs> Not a white savior by any means. This guy's a white dunce. But that's kind of my point. Is like, He's like a simp for the enjoyment of others. Like He'll mm. do whatever. He's the heel. Not really. No, he's not the heel, but he's just like he, he really wants you to like him. Mm-hmm. But some of the choices that he makes to accomplish that don't really work. And that is what I think I find charming about him. I agree with that. The fact that he's trying so hard, it's not working. I like that it's not working. Yeah. I think it's kind of charming, kind of endearing. Yeah, it's very hokey. It is hokey. Yeah, he's, he's a he, hokey guy. And he uses words like yeah, hokey. Yes. Words you've never even considered using. And then you Not even for fun. No. Yeah. No, like, no not even as a bit. Yeah, not even. A, you're like, I wouldn't hokey. say that. Hokey. <laughs> pokey, uh, put your left foot in. Was it the hokey, hokey pokey? pokey? Hokey pokey. He's probably playing that with his mistress. Yeah, he is. He, he had an affair, by the way. We're going to talk about that. But I think he's kind of similar to Nick Cage in that way. He's pretty harmless. He's like a cat bringing you a dead bird. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, my love language isn't dead birds, but I appreciate you. Yeah, for you're trying. doing a good job. You're for that. trying. Yeah, like you give him a pat on the head. People like you. You send yeah. him off to church. Yeah, have a good day. Yeah. Can you tell me about Biodome? Because oh. you've seen it. I've seen it, but I don't have any. I like know as a kid on Comedy Central, it was yeah, just playing. Yeah, I saw it. Like I was shocked you'd seen this movie. You're like, oh, Biodome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, Biodome. You know Biodome? It's uh, Stephen Baldwin and Polly Shore get locked away in a like lab. 
Is that what it is? I want to like talk a... for a long time about Biodrome. Really? Did Strap you watch in. it? No, but I have a lot of thoughts about okay, it. Okay, hit me with give, the... give me the synopsis, though. I think it's like they get locked away in a lab to see if it's like another planet for a year. Yeah. The, the, the scientists, the concept of the movie is that the scientists are going to be like hermetically sealed in this dome thing for one year in this closed system where there's no germs. Uh, it's a totally <coughs> self-contained world to see if they can kind of sustain themselves while living in harmony with nature. It seems like it's like to test out a colony on Mars. Like, can we make a self-sustaining colony? But the problem is, one of the many problems, it's connected to the electrical grid. You know what I mean? They have like gas. They have all of the utilities. They have the infrastructure of modern society. And they're like, can we do it on our own? Got it. So you think you're not suspending disbelief enough. Or you're just finding a flaw. I'm just finding some flaws in biodome. cooking steaks with gas over there. Exactly. Where are you getting the gas? Where are you getting the propane? Is that just delivered to you on Mars? Yeah, I guess they're like, well, let's say we can get all this stuff here. Will it work? Yeah, I think that's what it is. So that's the concept. So it's already kind of like a little tenuous in my opinion. Okay. They're like locking themselves in a a big mall in the desert for a year for science. Mm Mm-hmm. It reminds me when Patrick Starr and Spongebob go inside uh, Sandy's house. Patrick Starr. Oh, yeah. No, you're totally right, actually. Oh, okay. No, you are. I Sorry, it was just funny that you said Patrick Starr. <laughs> yeah, I Very know. official. That's fair. But you have a lot of opinions on this. I got a lot of opinions on Biodome. You know, Alec said if he... Alec told Alec? Stephen... Alec Baldwin told Stephen Baldwin that if you are to do Biodome, it'll be the single most career-ending decision you'll ever make in your life. Stephen? So that already, they're like... Don't do it. It's not a good move. And then, meanwhile, the brother's like on Thirty Rock and just blasting, like off. proving that he knows how to do Hollywood. Exactly. And he's like, "Well, buddy, I've read Biodome. I know Polly. It's yeah. not good. Biodome's always been around. They're just waiting for two <laughs> stupid fish to take a bite of it. The sharks have been circling the Biodome yeah. sharks, and they're gonna take a big old they're bite gonna, out of you. Yeah, exactly. You can't say yes to Biodome. It's it's the it's, it's like the poor man's Dumber and Dumber to the nth degree. It's yes. so bad. Imagine Dumber and Dumber with no offense to, but you hear rumors of Polly Shore just being very unfunny. And oh then no, I mean, he's yeah, cast as he's like horrific. A, yeah, he's so bad. I watched an interview on him with Joe Rogan the other day. This was years ago. This Joe Rogan, so who knows where yet? But the whole the seven minutes was like about. He's like, I wish I was more famous, man. I used to be like the leading guy. And, and Joe's like, like, well, you're not funny. Yeah, and Joe's like, I don't know why you're. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, you know, the weasel, this is a role. He goes, you know, the weasel just doesn't really get cast as much. He anymore. calls himself the weasel. I could have, <laughs> I only, like, I think like the, I, I, I could be wrong, but I think he says like the weasel or the doofus, like that role is gone. And it, now you're right. As it should be. It should be. It was stupid. And to hokey. sum up the tone of the movie. Ah! Yeah. That's the movie. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're two dumb guys. We're two dumb dudes. There's no girl character to balance this. We're just being two dumb guys the whole movie. Yeah, it's like a guy who's like, I'll just go up on stage and just, Bleh. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber at least had the girl character they were interested in, and like it made the, this is just two dumb guys. If I saw myself doing like one of the mannerisms Steven or Polly did in Biodome on stage, a shudder would go through oh, my spine. Yeah. You know when you do like a big act out and it doesn't work? That's Biodome. <laughs> And you're like, I knew that wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was so dumb. He's running. I mean, uh, Stephen has like he's dressed like a, he has like a puka shell necklace. He has these like it's not dreads. What are those things called? He looks like uh, the guy in Rocket Power, like that kid's hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otto, but I don't know what to. Otto. Corn? No. No, they're the they're corn. It's like the corn sprouted. It's coming down. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. It's time to harvest. It is like dreads. 
Yeah, it's close to Dreads. Uh, Biodome's the first movie that, uh, or Biodome is the first debut of Tenacious D. Yeah, they're on film. Tenacious right? debut. Yeah. yeah. Tenacious D is great. I love them. Just cool that Biodome was like, th- th- it's the one good thing that came out of Biodome. Yeah, it's like Chappelle's show was the first TV show that Kanye West was on. Oh, yeah? It's like, oh, you got oh, a little, that's cool. Nice. Uh, Biodome got a one out of a hundred on Metacritic, which is the lowest that it can get. It was a big box office bomb. In December of 2013, Stephen Baldwin appeared on the well-known program Man Cow's Morning Madhouse, hosted by Matthew Eric Man Cow Muller. Jeez. Um, confirming he was in talks with Polly Shore about making a sequel to the film revolving around the children of Bud and Doyle, their characters. Biodome is what like a Republican thinks comedy is. Yeah. It's so bad. It's very, very it's bad. It's so comedy. bad. It's just like this isn't funny. But it's it's like I, I will give credit to Steven. Like I get I mean, one, he went for it. And yeah. two, in Half Baked, he delivers the lines pretty well. Okay. He's uh he's this character in Half Baked, MacGyver smoker. Oh, I need a pineapple, a screwdriver, and three batteries. Hurry up, man. I can make a bong out of anything. Like that kind of guy. And that's like part of the movie? Yeah, he's like, now you gotta always have a MacGyver smoker. Ah, it's kind of fun. It's, okay. it's like a fun... He does it well. Okay. And in The Usual Suspects, he's like fine. Okay, you cool. know, he So can, he's a decent actor. He's okay. He's, he's, oh, he's very okay. Okay. Uh, just the last thing on Biodome. It's insane to get a one out of a hundred rating on Metacritic and be like, you want to make another? You guys want to do a sequel? Part two? Fuck the haters. Who is agreeing to doing that? Also, yeah, I don't know. But they didn't do it, right? No. No, no, no. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, at that time, at that time in 2013, Stephen Baldwin was going through uh, a tax evasion or yeah, like tax evasion yeah, lawsuit <laughs> with the DA of uh, New York. <laughs> so... He was a little tied up. Yeah, he probably couldn't make it through a lot of shoots. Yeah, he probably wanted to get in the biodome. Yeah, he's like, let's just make this movie. Maybe it'll make us money, please. Or like flee. You know, he's like, I need a biodome of my own to uh, seek refuge in mm. and continue evading these taxes. Yeah. I want to tell you a little bit about his uh, website with the fans. All right. He has a lot of diehard fans, and they're very funny yeah. people. I looked up facts about Stephen Baldwin, and nobody has like a serious website about him. And I found this website that looked like it was like it's like the background is just a bunch of copy and paste Stephen Baldwin pictures. It looks like a MySpace custom website, yes. you know, where you make your own background and yeah. it's it's just one photo over and over yeah, layered. Yeah, like when you were a kid and you did it on grade school computers. And yeah, you're like whoa, this is a flame graphic. Yeah, and there's like spinning sparkles. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I just found some of it to be kind of funny, just on facts about Stevie. Yeah. Before we get into the real facts of his Christianity life, this is the pre-secular Stevie facts. Is uh, Let me see if you like any of these. He likes to eat creamy peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on white bread. Who doesn't? Creamy peanut butter and creamy. jelly? Yeah, I don't like that, the way that's phrased. <laughs> <laughs> creamy <laughs> peanut butter <laughs> on white bread. Full of cream. Yeah, okay. Jelly never decides Just to Just say peanut butter. Yeah. I don't need to know the consistency. But it's good to know he likes creamy. He's if ever on. I meet him, yeah. I'll make sure to always make sure to have a out. creamy peanut butter on Bro, You can see him eating that, too. <laughs> Brother. Oh, that's good. You <laughs> can really slip into uh, Stephen Baldwin face if you try. Okay, hold on. This is Stephen Baldwin eating a creamy peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> for you, Lauren Michaels, for your consideration. You know, Haley, this sandwich tastes a lot better. After you accept Jesus Christ as your <laughs> Lord and Savior. I was waiting for it. Peanut butter just gets creamier when you know God's got a plan. <laughs> He's got to eat it like a fit. Does he ever show teeth? Yeah. He like bites with his lips and then pulls it into his teeth. Like how, <laughs> how a whale sucks in plankton. You got to get through the bristles. 
<laughs> That's a horrifying image. That's uh, yeah. He's kind of like a hungry hippo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like this. He's like a snake. Um. Here's another. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Give me a uh, all right. Fun fact number. Stephen enjoys eating at a restaurant called Grandma Tony's Pizza in Arizona. He used to be. Oh yeah, he lived in Arizona. Yeah, he used to be seen there with fellow the Young Riders cast member, and is quoted as saying. I'm not filming anything until I get my Grandma Tony's. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun guy. As soon as the plane lands. Get me Grandma Tony. He calls the studio. He's like, I'm not filming anything until I get my Grandma Tony's. They're like, yeah, it's fine. We, we're starting in two days. So. <laughs> he's you're really you're early. That's the type of guy he is. He'll yeah. get, and then he'll be like, man, wasn't that hilarious? He'll yeah. call it back. Yeah. Remember that? That was good. <laughs> and they're like, Stephen. Yeah, it was good. I guess. Um, during his movie Fled with Lawrence Fishburne, an explosive device went off in Steven's face and he needed stitches. Surprisingly, you can't even tell he was hurt. <laughs> this guy really loves Steven. Yeah. I think this is just an endearing thing. That's very thing. kind to him. Steven has admitted to being a computer nerd and being on AOL. Whoa, dude. Email me, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cry for help. That's just a little shout out amidst the fun facts. Like, Steven, if you're reading this, email me. <laughs> I know about the creamy peanut butter, Steven. <laughs> Come on, Send Steven. Me <laughs> drop me a line. We could eat a sandwich together. When they were younger, uh, William, Daniel, and Alec were all lifeguards on Jones Beach, a beach near their home. And okay. Steven was forced to pick up beach litter because he was too small to be a lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Stevie. He's on gnome trash duty. Yeah. He's picking up seagulls. On yeah, the beach. yeah. He's scooping them up with his tiny little hands. Yeah. He was an opera singer as a teenager. No way, Couldn't really? Couldn't find any footage. I don't, ah. know if he I don't know if he made that up or what. Yeah. Because there's nothing that comes up when you do Stephen Baldwin opera. Huh. And I wish there was. He, made a scrub would, he might have scrubbed it. Yeah, it must have, maybe it was too embarrassing. But it'd be great if he was a great His opera voice singer. Is, oh, ah. yeah. He brings that energy to opera. Yeah, that doofus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, 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 Stephen Baldwin. I got a sick falsetto, dude. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Give me a song. Take on me. <laughs> oh, my God. You hear that at karaoke and you go, no. Yeah, no, no, no. Why'd you choose that? Um, What's so next from this uh, crazed fan? He broke his shoulder blade and cracked a rib while participating in the CMT reality show, Ty Murray's Celebrity Bull Riding Challenge. He likes riding bulls. But, and he's willing to pay the price. Yeah. He he broke his shoulder. Broke his shoulder blade and cracked a rib. Damn. Yeah, by riding a bull. Yeah, on a TV mess show. with the bull. Crack your ribs. Crack your ribs. Break your shoulder. So those are those are all the ones that I found interesting. Well, he also got. I mean, I think the best fun fact of them all. Miley Cyrus said, "All right, if in, at a meet and greet, Stephen went up to oh, first of all set the scene. Stephen Baldwin approached Miley Cyrus at a meet and greet with the goal of getting in." To Hannah Montana, the Disney show. And Miley's like, all right, if you get a tattoo of my initials, Hannah Montana's initials, then I'll put you on the show. And Steven's like, all right, sister. Yeah, sound, okay. what a pretty sounds good. good. Deal. Nice. Everyone else knowing it's a joke, the whole crowd laughing, her laughing when she said it. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So he goes out, gets an HM tattoo on his shoulder. Uh, shows it to Miley Cyrus later, and she's like, oh, no, you can't. 14-year-old Miley Cyrus was like, what? Are you kidding? You thought I was serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not letting you in now. Jesus. Nor nor do I want to be alone with you in the same Ever room. Ever again. You just said, oh, this tattoo shows me everything about who I need to know about yeah, you. Yeah, he's, he's smiling at me like a werewolf right now. Yeah. Looks like he's going to eat my soul. What do you think? <laughs> I can't believe 
believe a grown man. How old was he when he got that tattoo? Like at least 30. Oh, for sure. He had kids, I believe. I think that's why he wanted to do it, maybe. Yeah, I, the think, kids. I think so, too. And again, it's like, Dad. Also, he's bankrupt. Like, he needs money. Well, I was going to say, you, you can't afford to out, go out and get a $100 tattoo. He's plunging himself into further debt with his tattoo habits. Yeah, he's trying to get back. But to him, it's a good idea. Is that's that a good way to get on a show is just get a tattoo? Hey. Grey's Anatomy. Come on. Huh? You were in it. On my face. They're like, well, we definitely can't use you now. Yeah. It would be funny if you had a great Grey's Anatomy tattoo as like one of the guys, like a meta little Easter egg in the episode. The guy that comes into the, the emergency room like has a Grey's Anatomy tattoo. Like a uh, little wink to the Disney viewers. Movies do like little hidden things. What do you mean? Like uh, like penises? I mean, oh no, I think it's Pixar. Like Toys R Us will have different characters in different movies. <clears throat> like in Toy Story, one of the toys was Stitch. And oh. Stitch hadn't even been made yet. Oh, cool. Like, Whoa. <laughs> or like Stan Lee in uh, Marvel before he died. Okay. They should still keep put. They should keep mm. throwing Stan in there. For sure. Put on some shades and wheel him out. Yeah, come on. You got to keep a tradition alive. Keep these, <laughs> keep these fans what they want. And they want a dead Stan Lee <laughs> on, <laughs> <They want> on <laughs> screen. <laughs> or they just have Stan Lee making cameos as a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you Everybody see that dies in that <laughs> who's movie? getting wheeled into that ambulance or you see like his face as a body bag zips right yeah. as Captain America like again. Captain America walks by like yeah. some wreckage and you see a corner hey! and it's actually dead Stanley oh. <laughs> his face is horrible you're like I think he winked there was <laughs> he tugged his ear at the end for his mom <laughs> his ear fell off at the end for his mom Later, like a hundred years later, he's just the uh, the skeleton in like the uh, the kids' science class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Stanley. He has the glasses and the facial hair yeah. still. And then eventually, he's just ashes in an urn. That's yeah, Stanley. <laughs> he's, he's like in a museum. It's in a museum. Yeah, the urn, the yeah. ashes of Stanley. <laughs> I think the urn winked. And then in the movie, they release the echoes, right? It's like, <laughs> that's crazy. And then every time you see a movie, you're like he's in the air. Yeah. <laughs> He's with he's always us. Watching. He's a bird comes. It's Stanley. It's Stanley. <laughs> oh, man, they're they're coming in. It's so fun. I wish we could mic the door. Yeah, I, I really do because like if you guys could hear the clawing and the scratching and the banging that we hear, it's, it's like, like we're podcasting in the middle of the wilderness. And yeah, and that and uh, there's like the chupacabras trying yeah, to come in. And we're like, oh. They're like, you talking bad about Stephen Baldwin in here? There's only one studio in our village, and it's where the Chupacabras live. His fans are very devoted, and yeah. they're mainly Chupacabras. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that she rejected him. In, his Wiki in the Wikipedia, so it's also like, uh, he does admit to regretting this tattoo. Oh, really? Do you, Stephen Baldwin? Yeah. He it should just get a little eye in the middle and be like, no, it's about him. The Lord. <laughs> we should, you should, uh, I would say, give him that advice. I might, I might Find email his email. Him. Put an eye in there, dude. Aerial seven point I boom, boom. It's gonna fix that right up right in there yeah. right in there or just uh, like downward holy ministry yeah or you could get a tiny eye his ministry his ministry is good should I get it should I should I switch careers <laughs> stop this podcast and uh, become a tattoo consultant for Christian cover ups for what they could mean yeah, yeah. what do you got two devils sixty nining okay maybe uh, circle cross through it. <laughs> Wow. Bad. Okay. Nice. That's bad. Then you're a good Christian. Yeah, because you hate that kind of shit. Come on. You're letting people know what you stand for. Uh -huh. Not this. Mm -hmm. Zach Russell's Christian cover-up <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> Give me a tattoo and I'll, I'll, okay. uh, I'll Christianize it. Um, I'll evangelize it. A devil peeing. Like that guy you see on, oh, on the back of the truck. Like a devil on your shoulder. 
Um, a devil. Well, I'm trying to. I'm really trying to think. <laughs> you got to give me some time here. I I'll mean, give this me is, time. I'm just and I'll fun. bill you hourly. I'm not making. I'm not making funny. I'm not enjoying the process. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I really got to get in there. I'm over here. Somebody walks I in. I see it. <laughs> Every consultation is me, like con- trying to contact the Lord for yeah. thirty minutes. Hold on, it's connecting. <laughs> I keep getting people's grandmas. <laughs> trying to get to God here. Um, all right, a devil peeing. You're walking through a sea of dead grandmas. <laughs> Heaven's got a lot of. Give me something that's not a devil. Give me like a regular non-religious tattoo that I'm gonna make. Because HM isn't religious. It's just general. Sure. Like a clock tattoo, maybe a tribal. Okay, give me a uh, those tattoos of when people have trees. You know, it's like pine trees to be like a camp. Oh yeah, I okay. hate those. So what I would do with a big pine with a big forest of pine trees, I would uh, draw through the vertical line about two thirds up. I draw a horizontal line on all the trees, and I make the branches come out at a perpendicular angle, forest to crosses, forest to Christ. That's pretty good. Yeah, and then I'd label it like a painter. Quote, Forest of Christ, dash, Zach Russell, comma, the date. <laughs> and then I'd put my Instagram, a QR code. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly promo. <laughs> That's why I'm so successful. He's a great <laughs> marketer. I mean, he puts a promo code. He tattoos <laughs> his My promo. whole sleeve is <laughs> just one big, is one big Zach you know Russell comedy billboard. You know pattern tattoos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One's just a QR code. If you look closely, each one's a handle of his. <laughs> got WrestleMania. He got overshadowed on just podcast. He's still on Campfire. He wrote Zach Russell comedy three times for the YouTube, TikTok, and <laughs> Instagram yeah, handle. Score. <laughs> his vid IQ score. He's got an end card at the tattoo. <laughs> at twenty seconds of looking of it, a preview of his future tattoo comes up. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Right, give me one. Give me. Give me one more tattoo. Or do you want to try one? No, I don't want to try one. I want to give you one. All right. Um, a clown, like an evil. You know how bikers get like evil clowns, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My dad was gonna get one as a kid, and I told him no when I was ten. My dad came home one day when I was like ten. He goes, "Your dad was gonna dude, get one." Dude, my dad almost got. My dad has like a persona. Uh huh. Is his revenge persona? Like, cause he's a pool guy, so he can kind of like take things from people. He's told you this. Yeah, and even when I was a kid, I was like, "No." He's called. Well, he calls it his revenge persona. No, he does. That's what I. Call oh, okay, it. okay. He, I'm like, how deep are we? Yeah, no, he's silly enough that he's like. He has a dad cave downstairs n- where he has different costumes that yeah. he'll exact revenge in. He goes out and kills people. <laughs> he and has pipes that'll kill people. Yeah, with. it's very hokey. He's got a flamethrower, <laughs> a couple grenades. Yeah, it's fun. Any people good that double cross would. him, you know, like cut him off in traffic. He finds out where they live and he kills them. Um, so what's his his Revenge persona, one Karma the clown. And he, when I was younger, he came home. He's like, "What if I get a? You grew. You, it sounds like you grew up with like intellectual parents. <laughs> yeah. My dad was like, "What if I get a big clown right here?" And I was like, "Hark, hark!" He's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Why?" He's like, "It's Karma. The, it'll be Karma the clown. Like my, you know, it's like that's." And I'm like, "Oh no." <laughs> I'm 11 years old. Like my dad's consulting me. Like, wouldn't yeah. that be sick? Yeah. And as an 11 year old, I was still like, oh, no. oh no. And I'd he'll still talk about things where he's like, uh, you know, he'll talk about like somebody in the family, and he's like, yeah, I mean, if they do that again, I just don't know. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. I'm gonna roll up to him in my miniature car. He goes, God help him. And put on my big shoes. Yeah. <laughs> put on my big shoes. Put on put my, my red foot nose. Down. Let him know I mean business. <laughs> Get out my squirty flower and t- show them what's up. <laughs> Spit acid in their face for my squirty flower. Two Ks, by the way. Karma, clown. Yikes. Boy, oh boy. One K away from being a real bad tattoo. <laughs> yeah. 
So here's what I would do. I would make the the hair. I would make like the burning bush. Moses's burning bush. We're assuming there's clown hair, right? So I'd turn that into a bush, maybe put some smoke over it or something, and then put Moses off to the side being, you know, doing the Macaulay Culkin Home Alone face. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, under the, the bush would be also would be Jesus. I would make the clown face into Jesus's face, probably because you can do a decent amount with cover ups. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and uh, so Jesus's face and then on <laughs> Jesus's hair is the, it's burning, the burning bush, bush that Moses is looking at. Old to New Testament. That'll be three thousand dollars. And wow. of course, you're gonna have to do a full face of my QR codes. What? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you're gonna have to make the face at least three times a day. Can you imagine how many photographers are like Steven? He's like, okay. Yeah, when the paparazzi comes. Um, yeah, that's a great tattoo. I'd I'd take that you even. Take if that I'm not even into God, and I may ask to keep. Yeah. Take Christ the clown. What happened? You okay? So bad. Oh, go pee. You're peeing frequently. Yeah, yeah. Drink a little less. We're trying to get Charles to cut back on the water, but he won't listen. Um, so we're doing fun facts. Do you want to get back into the movies? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to talk about the western? Yeah, I do want to talk about the westerns. He has this like, fa- well, I mean, he's like this adrenaline guy. Uh-huh. So he likes bull riding. He likes horses. Like I think he likes the western aesthetic. He's in a few westerns. He's in Eight Seconds as this guy, Tough Headman. <laughs> Probably named, created by Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. I gotta be. Call me tough. Call me tough. Call me tough. I'm tough a tough what? guy. Headman. I'm not gonna do the movie if you don't call me, you guys. I got a tough head, man. <laughs> what? Tough head, man. Cowboy. Uh, it's this movie about this like cowboy bull rider ascending to fame. Not tough, like tough's friend. He's never the you know. Tough's never. He the can't guy. be. Tough's never the guy. Rough's the guy. Yeah. So Ruff's at a champion. It's not rough, but Ruff's at a championship. He gets off. uh, Oh, so by the way, eight seconds is the minimum amount of time you have to stay on the bowl for the round to be counted, like to be scored. So at the end of the movie, you know, this guy becomes a famous bull rider. He's at a championship. He gets off after eight seconds, so he kind of forfeits. But the bull's like, (laughs) I'm still in the game. Turns around, gores him, snags an internal artery. The kid bleeds out in the arena. Wow. The final scene of the movie is Tough Headman, Stephen Baldwin, riding for eight seconds and then an additional eight seconds as a tribute for his fallen friend. So that's kind of cool. You get to do the extra long tribute bull ride in the movie. He like closes yeah. out the movie with, with like this one's bull- for you. Yeah, <laughs> he's crying. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> it's way too. <laughs> the bull just stopped. He's crying on the bull. That's how he's able to stay on. The bull's yeah. like, what the fuck was Dude, that? He's crying. Get him off. This is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot. This was normally they don't like weep this much. <laughs> this is weird for me. He's ruining it. <laughs> he's still moving. I love you. He's still he's still going up and down. The bull's standing still. I can't. It's been a long time. The Fast and the Furious song. Uh, everything he does, acting wise, is like well, you know, whatever. Like you're doing it. You are pretending to be somebody else. Yeah, you are acting. And you're that's acting. Nice. That's, you, that's you're an, you're you. an actor. You're an actor. You're doing it. And uh, he's trying. Yeah, he's definitely trying. And I appreciate someone who's trying. For effort. Yeah. Yeah. What about for results? Hovering around like a B minus. A generously. Yeah. A C. A C. A solid C. Solid yeah. C. He's in uh, Posse, which is another Western. Possibly, p- possibly one of the coolest <laughs> movies he's in. 
The synopsis, I love the plot of this movie. We did have to stop and get that wordplay in. Just yeah, so you can't possibly. That's the type of content we're giving you on the podcast. <laughs> if there's a joke that is noticed... The Patreon's double that, We're going to back it up and say it. We're going to back it right back up. But the synopsis of Posse, this is in 93, so a year before I was born. You were alive. I was alive. You were born in 94? Born in 94? Yeah, man. It's a Wild West story that highlights black cowboys, cowbrothers, I believe is the correct term. It's the story of Jesse Lee and his posse. So Jesse Lee is this like black cowboy, which is cool. I kind of want to cover Jesse Lee. Okay. Because we've, we actually just did uh, Richard Two Gun Hart, mm-hmm. you know? Go back to the cowboy era. Yeah. I cowboy mean, era is very interesting. I like the I cowboys. Like I like the mafia. I like, uh, I like a few things. <laughs> Those are the things <laughs> that I like. things that I like. Tune into the Patreon to find out others. I got other things, too, but you got to pay for those. Um, The movie starts during the Spanish-American War when a band of U.S. uh, black soldiers, including Mario Van Peebles, who directs it, uh, and their white comrade, Stephen Baldwin, fight heroically but are undercut by their corrupt white commander. Fuck. Billy Zane. Stephen's accent's pretty bad. His performance, it's not great. It really seems like he's reading the lines. Like, he's trying to do all this tough southern talk and kind of, like, be close to you. But, uh, but you're always on your guard, and maybe I could draw my pistol at any moment and, like, have this close, tense bar talk. He's like, this is what a cowboy is. This is what he, like, yeah. Steven! You're <laughs> not... Th- Steven! You just look natural like... Steven! Isn't Steven. that from Schitt's Creek? Steven! Yeah, I think so. I think it's Steven. Steven! Steven! Yeah, it's very much... People are constantly just wondering why he's making these choices. This is a line from when he, Steven, and this other guy are talking really close and tense. And, uh, <laughs> and the guy's like, man, you really is the kind to fart in the bathtub, turn around to bite the bubbles. And Steven goes, damn right. <laughs> I'm like, did you just say that? Damn or was that right? in the script? Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to are say. Are you just improv the whole movie? Yes. Yeah, he's not good in Posse. Okay. But I kind of want to watch Posse. <laughs> I say one thing, you show sure is the kind that'll fart in the bathtub and turn around and bite the fucking bubble. Damn right. It's like he didn't get I feel like that might be some of the point of the movie, is like he doesn't get that these black guys are shitting on him. You know that he's like that oblivious. Even Stephen Baldwin doesn't know that's the part he's playing. Yeah, we gonna get that Stephen Baldwin guy in here and just Make like fuck around, you know? I guarantee he's not even gonna notice. I guarantee he'll think he's Trust like me. a valuable part of the movie. <laughs> he's yeah. the kid who like he's like, wow, he's really fucking Still hanging out with us after we treat yeah, him like this. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people, and he's like, yeah, man, just happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, Steven's just happy to be yeah, here. Yeah, man, I'm in the part. <laughs> See what I mean? I would watch that movie. It looks fun. Yeah, it does It look fun. looks really fun. So, yeah, I, I actually think we should maybe watch and then talk about Jesse Lee in the, uh, didn't he also make a movie called uh, Fuck the Disabled? Yeah, but I couldn't find anything on it. Oh, because you texted me Rock- that. I'm like, that's gold. I know. I, <laughs> we got to talk about that. That's all I... Uh, I think it had to be a comedy, but I was Googling it when I found it. And I was like, this is sure wasn't great. a documentary <laughs> about, about people having wanting, sex yeah. with the disabled. There it is. There it is. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Maybe it was, Zach. Is that what you want me to say? Um, I couldn't find anything on it. He must have scrubbed it. Scrubbed it. He Man, this guy's scrubbing. This guy's on his hands and knees. Like Augusta. <laughs> like Augusta. Savior that brought him to the light. I haven't even talked about Augusta. We could dive into Augusta right now, or do you want to finish talking about the movies? I We should probably continue well, the movies. Okay, so, so Steven is this really Christian guy who makes a pivot after making all this money and like having at least some commercial success, usual, all these movies. He was uh, Barney Flintstone. Is Barney Flintstone. That was probably a cash grab. Yeah. 
And a baby hold. <laughs> Hello? Callback. Like just got a callback. So Stephen Baldwin directed Living It in 2004, a skateboarding film that is also a film about Christ. Helping misguided teenage skateboarders find God through skateboarding. Through extreme sports. That was kind of his thing. It's a good... You watch it. It's a video that just highlights what? It's a video. That's how it's to describe video. it. It's, it's an MP4. A <laughs> it's a... It's, it's a bunch a, of skating B-roll. Yeah. It's a normal skateboarding movie. It's fun. It's got the punk music. Yeah. And it's got the skateboarders being misfits at like McDonald's. They're throwing fries at each yeah, other. It's, it's fun. You know, it's a good... And then they're grinding. And then they're talking Christ. Uh, and then they talk Christ. And then Stephen Baldwin will appear a lot of times from like chin up. It looks like he's grabbed the camera and like <laughs> yeah. held it up <laughs> in his face. Like, and yeah. be like, yo, what's up? Coming up next in the scene is Stevie B. Did you hear him describe the guy with the sideburns? Uh, Stephen Baldwin like tries to intro some of the. Oh, skaters. I heard how he described Anthony Carney. He's like, Anthony Carney, yo, is a gangster for Jesus. There's another one where he's like, this guy Nick coming up next. He tries to like describe his face. He's like, he's got that long hair, that 70s uh, sideburn Starsky and Starsky, Starsky and, and Hutch going, what the, what the heck is that about? Yeah. It's like he's totally just. Yeah, one of these kids, they stole my. <laughs> I don't know. It's so bad. <laughs> They stole my, uh, yeah, they stole my mic. They're always, we're always punking each yeah. other, playing around. He's like the cool little youth counselor. It reminded He's me. He's a youth counselor, yeah. I used to go to my, the, the program, after school program that was not associated with high school. Yeah. But was right down the street that all the kids would go to was called Young Life. Oh, okay. And it was like this guy who was like the Stephen Baldwin. One word? Young yeah. Life. Welcome young to Young life. life. Yeah. And you'd go to his house in his backyard and just be like a social thing, like, volleyball and like paint whatever it is playing acoustic that's what it is and then like in between all this fun you're having you're like let's really focus on and then after like an hour he brings you and then he gives you and then you all scream dude imagine there was like 50 kids we would meet in his living room and then he would do a scripture and then we play a song and we'd all sing along to it and uh yeah it was fun to scream because you're like, I don't want to. And then you get, you're like, all right, who cares? Yeah. We're in the house of God. I get it. I, <laughs> it's fun. Name. Say his name. When no one is around you. <laughs> Say Jesus love you. It's so funny, though, that he's associated. He's like, he's a gangster for Jesus. Yeah. He's trying to reach these kids on their yeah, level. Yeah. He's all about that. He's all about, like, modernizing uh, Christianity. Because he, he, he used to be, like, a little punky. Mm-hmm. skateboarder kid he's like sidewalk surfer for life saw god this yeah. morning pretty rad guys pretty cool pretty cool you know before christ felt like i was riding goofy <laughs> felt like i you know sometimes i thought about bailing thought about bailing out of this whole thing we call life this big old half pipe but then i decided to drop in on god and that's why i'm here to talk to you kids today you know i hear the rails in heaven go forever <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny that's pretty good <laughs> let's keep going uh <laughs> you ever grind into god <laughs> you ever, uh, Holy Mother Mary Manual. <laughs> you ever grind into God? <laughs> Grinded into God today. It's crazy. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> <laughs> we were grinding on the same pipe. <laughs> was nuts. I had to get off because he's God, and I didn't want to, you know, what are you going to do? Ride past God when you're grinding? I looked behind me. There was only one, <laughs> one set <laughs> one of tracks. Set of <laughs> one set of skid marks. Yeah, there was an interview. They interviewed every skateboarder, and they were like, where were you in life before God? And all these teenagers were like 12 years old, and they're like, God, I wanted to fucking kill myself. <laughs> like they all have that moment. It was like, without they're God. at least 17. They're all, well, whatever they are. Th- some of them look, yeah, they're maybe 17, but they're, they're all, 12. they take them all to interview, and they're like. Uh, Girls partying. Yeah, I wasn't with but God. But it just wasn't like 
clicking. It wasn't God, you know? And yeah. Like, I don't know, your lifestyle is not, I was just getting blown every day before this and drinking and skateboarding. Just drinking and skateboarding, getting blown, and it wasn't it wasn't doing it for me. I just woke up, you know, like every day was the same. Like they have kids saying uh. that. Before Jesus Christ. He's going up to kids who like just crashed and he's like almost died. He's like, where do you think you almost went? <laughs> Let's talk about it. If you had died, would you have been okay with your life? And they're like, fuck, man. I don't know. Well, I don't want to wear a helmet. I, I guess I better believe in heaven. And then yeah. he goes on to admit that he can't even skateboard. No. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, I was like a sidewalk surfer. He's like, I could ride one. It was my mode of transportation. That's the thing. It's like he says he's an adrenaline junkie. I'm like, is that what is that riding a bike? No training wheels. Mm -hmm. Is that your form of adrenaline, Steven? I just like to chase the dragon bowl without bumpers. <laughs> oh, we got to talk about run. Tell me about run. Run is a movie that I think Stephen Baldwin, after he was saved by our Lord, he started making independent films under independent his own Christian company. Independent films. And it's this Low movie, budget, low quality. Very terrible. Looks like somebody made it sophomore year of high school. Yeah. The way the suspense, all of it, all aspects and of it. And it would be good for sophomore year of high school. It'd be good for junior year. You'd be like, really? Dude, didn't you show this last year? <laughs> yeah. I was in your class. This is from last year. Charles, you can't just keep showing add effects. Why not? You can't just put it in PowerPoint, add some shapes moving around, and call it a new movie. It's a different movie, though. <laughs> it's the sequel. That's what I think a sequel is, just effects added <laughs> to the first version. So in Run, the plot is basically this newlywed couple go on their honeymoon and the wife gets kidnapped into sex trafficking. Yeah. And then the husband is like, I want to report a missing person. And they go, how long has it been? And he goes, 30 minutes. And the cops go, we can go nothing for you, sir. And then the conflict ensues. <laughs> and then cut to next scene. The husband shows up at the precinct and he's like, please believe me. And they're like, get out of here, kid. We don't care about your missing wife. For some reason, the cops are the last people <laughs> in the world that want to help this guy. They're treating it like it's a stolen bike. Yeah, like this guy's a Like, lot. what do you think we're going to find her? Come on. There's a million wives out there. Go find another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this, he should have showed him a picture because, this. I mean, he probably did. This this lady's hot. This lady's hot. The guy is not. No, not She's, at all. I mean, she probably set the whole thing up <laughs> to get away from this guy. He's got like a weird, he looks like a young kid trying to grow facial hair. Yeah, and the wife is like a hot real lady. Yeah, but the whole thing is like there's like, the, oh, and Stephen Baldwin is the bad guy. He's the sex traffic ringleader. Ooh. He's the Epstein of the movie. Weird. It's, and then Yeah, he casts himself as that. <laughs> really to challenge himself. Yeah, really, <laughs> really to push get, himself. Get the girls. Really to go come back to the Christian fold. And then the guy, the the rest of the plot of the movie is the main. The husband goes, "I'll find her myself." Yeah. And then it's, it's like, like a cucky taken. Yeah. It's he's like cuck Liam Neeson. I have no skills. <laughs> and, and, and a Hulu subscription. And then there's a scene where I'll like, find you. <laughs> yeah, I have no <laughs> skills at all. I'm gonna try. I knit. <laughs> I know how to knit, but I know I'm gonna find my wife because. I believe in God. That's the tone. That's the tone. Run basically says yeah. if you get if your wife gets kidnapped by sex trafficking, everything's going to be okay as long as you pray to God because he will show you the way to your wife. Yeah. Honestly, the funniest review is 9 out of 10. Suspenseful thriller. This was a suspenseful thriller that will keep you on the edge of your seat for its entirety. Definitely Haley Bieber. Miley, could you please leave a review on my movie? <laughs> I fucking got a tattoo for you. Please. It's Miley. It's you got to see the preview. The preview is 30 seconds of news anchors talking about st the statistics behind sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. It's like less than half a percent of them uh, ever go saved. And then through prayer. And then the, that's I, the problem. Nobody's finding these. That is the problem. Kidnapped into the sex child trafficking ring women because nobody's praying. Yeah. So it's on you. It's on all of us to pray enough.
for God to light the way to our kidnapped wives. Exactly. <laughs> so this is really where his movie making career just really goes downhill and commercially oh. he kind of loses it. Yeah. Like he's making losses on these movies and he, yeah, he just exclusively starts doing Christian movies because there's a few things in his life that lead him to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9-11 really freaked him out, but mainly... <laughs> It's true. He really cites 9-11. And I love whenever they put it in the interview, they have to splice in like a bunch of <laughs> towers falling, oh rubble God. and smoke. Remember? We said we weren't going to forget. And this is what happened. Here it is. Yeah. yeah. He eventually gets so into God that he writes a book about uh, his born-again experience. Mm-hmm. It's called The Unusual Suspect. That's right. Awesome. Never would have thought of him. What else would it be called? It's about how we have to, how he had a reborn again, ex- or born again experience. No, reborn again. Refried reads. How many birds is that? Yeah, this guy just keeps getting born. <laughs> this is the guy who every time he does something, I need to go get born again. I'll be good. He I'll be absolved. rebaptize himself. Yeah. He's just redoing the vows over yeah, and over. Yeah, it's like clicking refresh on a browser. <laughs> Babe, I was born again. I haven't done anything it's yet. The third time this week. Got no sins. <laughs> I'm zero. I'm back. I'm I never re- gonna die. Hit I'm the back. Re- <laughs> hit the reset on the N64. He comes to the door soaking wet. Baby, I'm home. <laughs> I'm born again. He's <laughs> naked, holding his dick. Yeah. Guess who got born? Guess who's a baby now? What'd you do this time, Stephen? I don't remember. That was my past life. <laughs> I just came out of God's puss. <laughs> And That's what the baptism is. It's really just to emulate how wet God's puss is when you're born. <laughs> and salty. You know, yeah. Oh, is it salt water in the baptismal yeah, font? Yeah, you ever yeah. taste holy water? Yeah. It's brackish. It tastes a lot like Flint. <laughs> um, That's holy water. Do you want me to, can I t- just give you a little bit of the reviews really quick since we did reviews? Or do you want to talk about yeah, other Yeah, yeah. What reviews? Of, uh, of his run? book. Oh, of his book. Yeah, the tell book, me about the book. Unusual suspect, of his coming to Christ. details his born again experience and how we should all come to accept the Lord. Well, that's true. It's a memoir. Here's my, uh, my favorite. Well, I want you to guess where this person is from. What part of the country? Here's a <laughs> review. Okay. Stephen Baldwin is on fire for Jesus Christ. And boy, this book makes it contagious. Whew. He is considerably younger than me in age, but he is also <laughs> older and wiser and biblically grounded. Oh, wow. He makes Christianity, dare I say, fun. <laughs> this is what new life is supposed to be like. His changed life is proof enough for me to believe he is the real deal. This is a book I intend to use to reach my unsaved kids. He speaks oh, on the <laughs> he speaks on their level and yet never wavers from the truth. Caps, what a blessing! I read this book so fast because I was caught up in excitement and enthu- so fast, <laughs> so fast that I was caught up in excitement and enthusiasm for Christ. <laughs> I want to get off my keister in all caps. Do something for the kingdom. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Do something for the kingdom. That was lighting a fire. He's like he's turning up the burn at a high. Yeah, I just pray I grow as bold as he has. Great read! Four exclamation marks. He's got a young soul. That's what he's saying. Yeah, Stephen Baldwin's a, a, a middle-aged hat. guy he's with a, a s- young soul, and he's lighting up these kids Light- with the fire of Christ. He's spreading the word. Mm-hmm. He's spreading embers in these kids' hearts. I would God guess this bright. person, just based off a of keister, is probably from Minnesota, is what I'm guessing. Oh, man. <laughs> Let me see the review. Let me see the review. Uh, you Slide that puppy below. over. can't read it. Let me do it. I won't read the book. Dude, don't. On fire for Jesus Christ, and boy, this book sure makes it contagious. <laughs> this is what new life's supposed to be like. His changed life is proof enough for me to believe that he's the real deal. I could see it. My unsaved kids. What a truth. My what a unsaved kids. I read this book so fast. 
because I was caught up in excitement, enthusiasm for Christ. I felt this way when I was watching his interview. Honestly, he, can he has you. he has that about him. Like we got to talk about it. He has a gravitational pull. We got to cut to Augusta because she she she's the prophet behind it all. She she knew this was going to happen. Yeah. She uh, she spread the good word of Stephen Baldwin's coming. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. coming of Stephen Baldwin coming. was foretold by Augusta. Augusta, the maid. <laughs> do you want to do you want to tell me about? I Augusta? have one more. What do you want to do? You want to do one more review, or do you want to? I want to hear Augusta, that? and then maybe we can do. Uh, we can circle back. You. I mean, you can do the review now. Whatever you want. I just tell really me what you're more excited for. I gotta I'm light a fire so under your keister, for, I'm dude. so pumped for Augusta. Okay, so Augusta. She's the one who lights the original fire. She sets true. Stephen on fire. The original fire. Do you remember that <laughs> no. audio slave song? No. Really? Do you even like play the guitar? Whoa. Um, come on, dude. Chris, no. I'm gonna forgive you for that and walk in the Tom light. Tom Morello. I know come Tom on, Morello. Man. I gotta give you this review because let's just he, give me the review. Give me the review. Okay, this is the. Dang it! No, I just gotta. No, give me the review. review. I don't care. So here's another review. You gotta here's light an, here's fire an, under your own here's ass. Here's another take in, in Stephen Baldwin's book. Uh-huh. Is, uh huh. Is somebody that excited, and then this person. This book introduces a new species, the Christian egomaniac. Whoa. Christians of this egomaniac. Oh, characteristics of this egomaniac include parentheses, but are not limited to incessant referrals to himself as Stevie B. Which makes it necessary for the reader to keep a wastebasket handy. Should the reader subject themselves wow. to extended Stevie B gospel, vomiting is sure to follow. Oh, seriously. I'm as happy as the next Christian that another coke-snorting, whoremongering Hollywood actor found Christ. But the 300-page lecture to follow on how the church has got it all wrong is, well, typically Hollywood. Uh. According to Stevie B., we need to close all the churches, quit feeding and clothing the homeless, abandon missions, and put all our money in skate parks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And guys like Michael W. Smith and Kirk Cameron, you're history. It's gospel rap or nothing. I wonder if Stevie B ever goes back a year later and see how many of his saved skaters are plugged into a church. Any church? He doesn't know, but I do. The fallaway rate is over 90%. Stevie B must be a heck of an embarrassment to the Apollo organization. They just don't know to tell you it's been fun. Unfortunately, the fun was all over before this book was published. Look elsewhere. I forgot my manners. (laughs) Mom always taught me to recommend an alternative. You'll get a lot more from The Way of the Master series by Ray Comfort and Kirk Cameron. It's available here on Amazon. Nine people found... Okay, so... That Apparently is funny. I like that he's like, you, you think fucking new metal and skateboarding is leading these kids to God? Because mm-hmm. you're wrong. And he's calling himself Stevie B. Yeah. And that I we mean, need to put all the funding into skate parks. That's what the book is about. He's poking and some holes. Yeah. In Stevie B's there, process. I just wanted to give you a He got me. Yeah, That's because he's a young soul and I'm a, I'm a skateboarding youth. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like peanut butter, creamy peanut butter and creamy jelly. Creamy peanut butter. And uh, so his memoir, I just like that some people are like, this is exactly what we should be doing. I mean, yeah, I guess his points are valid, but he's not trying to lead into the church, baby. He's no, trying to he lead into the life. inspire these kids to live the lives they want to do in a radical way, but God can be there pushing you down that half pipe. <laughs> he's holding you up when you're doing a nose stand, you know? <laughs> Who's letting you grind that extra inch? God. Our Lord. He came back so you could hit this nollie. Hit this 12 stair, bro, for Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he died so you could nail that 360 hard flip. Come on, dude. He came back so you could skitch on that bus. <laughs> <laughs> you think you could ever 900 without the will of the Lord? Come on. You got you to gotta let him get you wound up. So yeah, you yeah. unravel in the air. Yeah. Like, yeah. like an angel. 
<laughs> charge up with all that prayer and then hit that box. Did you pray enough before you <laughs> heel flipped? When your sister got kidnapped, did you pray? Did you pray enough for her to be found? <laughs> or is she dead because you don't believe in God? <laughs> Stevie B, that's a, you know he calls himself that too, the kids. <laughs> Pastor Stevie B. Okay. So there's another way. I'll get, I'll let you eat your almonds and we'll get into Augusta. Because this is, I think, there's a, a couple of ways that Alec has cited getting into Christianity. So let's just call these power-ups because he keeps getting mm-hmm. the cr- the Lord keeps appearing in his life. Yeah. And it's uh he calls himself a haver of hardcore faith. Yeah, he's he's well he's trying to make his own like uh kind of Christian cool punk hardcore brand. Yeah, he's trying to be like an influencer of Christianity. Backwards hat. Great as own Right. He's a stepdad pastor. Yeah. When I had a stepdad he would call me home slice and you're like, <laughs> "Look, I'll give you nux, but absolutely home, a home slice, slice pastor." It. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Home Slice? <laughs> and you're like, ah, man. Have you seen this guy's Twitter? No, yeah, you gotta show me his it's tweets. It's insane. Look at this. Um, look at the background of his Twitter and describe this to me. What do you say, Jamie? Pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Tell the people. Okay, so his background is wow. His cover photo. His cover photo, for one, is two lips in the kissy, like when you see tattooed on people's necks. Two puckered lady lips. Painted. There's the American flag painted into both the lips. Then there's an emoji. In between the lips. In between the lips, there's an emoji-ish sort of version of Superman with, like, laser (laughs) dizzy eye. Like, laser angry vision. He's a target chopper. Yeah, he's got the target logo for eyes. And then eyebrows. Nike swooshes for eyebrows. Nike swooshes, definitely. So he's like an angry Superman. He looks like an evil Superman. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was all made in Microsoft Word, definitely. And then uh, his Twitter hand, his Twitter name is Psalm ninety one slash Stephen Baldwin. And then in that's his bio, he has that's hugs. how devoted this guy is. Yeah, H U G S hugs. Is that something? What is that? Hardcore underground gangster saint. Okay, that's it. I think that's what it. What do you think? That's probably what it stands. That's for. probably what yeah. it is. He. What's another thing it could be? That's God. Uh, he understands good. He understands gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of his like code to anybody. If you kn- if <laughs> and then next to it, I F K Y K. He understands gay sex. And what's his uh, what's his picture? It's uh, another. Oh, his picture is Galatians six nine. Hey, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Basically, like keep making these Christian movies. No one's buying, but one day, but one it's day they're all gonna, gonna hit. It's all gonna hit, baby. Um, so it's funny that his Twitter, let me tell you what song, do you know what Psalm 91 is? No, you don't. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I just lift up my shirt. Here it is. <laughs> Read and weep, baby. It's pretty simpy. It's one of the simpiest lines in the Bible. He who dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. Basically any shelter God builds, he'll sleep in it. What a lot of people don't know about Stephen Baldwin, he sleeps in caves, which are the homeless shelters that God built. Those are the shelters. There's a few other translations of this. Uh, he who dwells in the shadow of the Almighty will rest in the shadow of him. What a reward to rest in the shadow of somebody. Wow, what a, yeah, what a great guy. Oh, nice. Uh, I just, yeah, I just do it. Christ does everything. Love to rest in a cold shadow. Shadow of Christ. That's nice. If he said shade, that would be nice. But, I mean, we're trying to bring people into the light here. Yeah, we this guy's resting in the shadow. This guy wants to be in the shadow. Cr- sure. Yeah, yeah, the shadow of the Lord. 
This guy will do whatever you want. He'll do whatever you need to for get the Lord. For the Lord. For the Lord. For the He'll Lord. Cheat on his wife for the Lord. Oh yeah. He'll go into bankruptcy for the Lord. Um. Okay. So, so that was kind of that was that was basically my Twitter. Did okay. you did both reviews? I yeah, I love those reviews. Those are hilarious. They're so different. Yeah, it's the, it's the simp They're and the great. critic. Yep. Yeah, the critic and the simp. Old school versus new school. Tell me who you'd rather be. Yeah. I'd rather be the first person. Yeah, the first. Well, that later you go up and follow up on like that first guy's comment, and he's like. A meth addict. The second guy was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally burned out on yeah, Christ. Yeah, no, I just, I did everything. He lit me up too hot and I burned out. Yeah, I burned out. I just started hanging out at skate parks and doing, smoking all the kids' drugs. <laughs> doing biker meth. For God. I don't know. <laughs> I ended up nowhere. We said it was for God, but some, some of these nights, I don't know. I don't know. I did sell a lot of my teeth. <laughs> for God. <laughs> Through God's way. You want to meet a group of characters, find people who buy your teeth. Those guys are interesting. <laughs> Um, all right, tell me about Augusta, because th- I'm I'm burning with the flames of Augusta right now. All right, Augusta so this right is uh, the, what's it called when they, uh, the verse of Augusta? What's it called when you recount a Bible story? Ma- the story of Matthew, the gospel, the, the gospel according to Augusta. The gospel. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, gospel yeah, according to Augusta. This is the way Augusta. of CBB according to Augusta. CBD. Stevie B. Stevie B. CBD. <laughs> Come on down and buy some of Stevie B's CBD for JC, <laughs> our Lord, JCB. For JCC. JCC. Uh, what's his middle name? What would Jesus, Jesus do? He'd come right on down to 59th and Bell. <laughs> Stevie B's CBD. He'd come to Massapequa, New York. He'd come to Long Island and buy some of Stevie D's Stevie B's CBD. CBD. <laughs> what's up? Okay, so he used to live in Arizona with his wife. They've been together, I think, this whole time. I don't think they've divorced. Yeah. This is in 2000. Pretty hot wife. Pretty hot wife. Brazilian, Brazilian. graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like my roommate. I think they have Brazilian features. Like, I, you know. I like think looking all hot. Like looking all hot. Yeah, <laughs> like my roommate. You Brazilian? <laughs> They've been together since 1990. It's a long time. And she is wet for Christ. But oh, she's before well, that, someone someone brings them the good word. I think, yeah, they lived in Tucson, Arizona for a while, which I'm from Arizona. Tucson's a nice place. It's an artsy community, but mm. I would never think that Steven, Stevie B. That a our star. Sa- that our savior, Stevie B. <laughs> pa- Pastor Stevie B would live in a place like Tucson, Arizona. It's like really desert. Uh-huh. It's like actually you're in the desert. There's like uh Well, I guess who else walked through the desert? JC. Our Lord Stevie B. Our Lord Stevie B. <laughs> walked through the desert to find. <laughs> that's where he thought the promised land was. No, it's Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Jerusalem, Shushmushalem. It's Tucson, baby. It's Jerusalem. <laughs> Tususalem. <laughs> Come on, babe. So they are probably living in, they apparently, this is the most rich guy way I've ever heard of being Finding Christ. Light, yeah. They hire this is <laughs> the wealthiest way to find Christ. Is through your your handmaid Augusta. They hire a maid through a family friend. A living maid. A living maid called Augusta, which is a, translates into English, messenger of our Lord. Yeah. To and then uh, she's I always. Thought it was August. Oh no! <laughs> you uh, obviously don't speak Portuguese. <laughs> so she uh, spends you know her whole day singing while she's cleaning. Singing away. And every day after about two weeks, Stevie B's wife Kenya. Baldwin goes up to her and he goes, hey, I noticed that you're you're always singing about Jesus. <laughs> do you have any other songs? You you're always doing those servant hymns. Yeah. Can, and then she goes, uh, do you have anything else you could sing? Basically, she's going up to Augusta like Alexa being like, Augusta, <laughs> no me gusta su canción este mi savior. Augusta, do you have any Dixie Jicks? Could you play something else? 
And uh, then Augusta starts laughing while she's probably cleaning a toilet or washing a dish. And she goes, why are you laughing? And he goes, well, you think I was just sent here to clean your house? God actually sent me down to your house because you guys are going to be accepting of the Lord. And then you will open up your own ministry one day. Yeah. So. And then Kenya goes back to Stephen and she's like, yeah, Gusta laughed in my face and then told me we were going to lead a flock of believers. Did and she? <laughs> and Stephen's like, uh, have you been sniffing pool cleaner with Augusta? Yeah. Have you been? <laughs> What's going on here? You guys don't you don't inhale when you're cleaning the keyboard. Okay? <laughs> that spray is bad. It's got me to do biodome. And this turned their whole life around. At the time, Stephen was like, that's interesting. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But then the wife goes hardcore into Christianity. Like he was saying in interviews, an hour every morning. Two. Like n- an hour. One to two. One, one hour of, of kneeling on the ground, head on the floor, praying. Hardcore. Like hardcore Stevie praying. Stevie B needs it. On the <laughs> knees on the ground, head bobbing. Head bobbing. Hands together. And then she would get up. Get it directly into bed with the Bible, leafing through it, trying to learn the Lord for a year. She did this. So like two hours every morning, every night, this lady was like obedient to Christ. And she sat Stephen down and she was like, babe, I just want to kind of let you know for the future of our relationship that I am going to be completely a servant of uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. How would you feel if that happened to you? I'd be like, we're still going to hang out, right? <laughs> it's not like just him, you know? It's like we can make do this poly thing, you know? Yeah, but like he's not taking over? I'd hand her the ethical slut and cross out slut and write saint or something. That's funny. <laughs> so we can see other people like Jesus or Martha or whoever <laughs> I want to hang out with. You know, it's cool. You uh, see Jesus and I will see everybody else. Cynthia. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine with me, babe. Me and Augusta. And then uh, around the same time, like 9-11's happening, and uh, <laughs> it's constantly over and over in his mind. For some reason, Pastor Stevie B can't get 9-11 <laughs> out of his head as he cites it as a major reason besides Augusta Yeah, tipped him it over was, into he, She was Tower 7. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and that was really what led to his whole conversion. Well, Augusta is right when he got hardcore. Mm-hmm. 9-11 got him into Christianity, and then Augusta came and fucked Added him. Added the hard to the core. Yeah. Yeah. And so Stephen and his wife kind of embark on this, like, new life of... Serving Jesus. Serving Jesus. That's when he stops doing all these, these like, Hollywood movies. That's when he starts outwardly being, like, a Christ believer. He was on the show, uh, Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. And he, he <laughs> the theme of the show that season was hell. Yeah. So there was, Perfect. A, there was a devil painted on the door. He would point to the devil and be like, you're a loser. It's awesome. You're a loser. It's so funny. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Every morning he wakes up, that's his affirmations. What's up? What's up? Suck, devil. Suck this. Got no shirt on, a backwards hat, and a rosary. <laughs> Suck, dude. And he would, like, apparently, like, quote Bible verses to other cast members. And yeah, he was trying like, to convert yeah. the cast members. Yeah. And the producers are being like, oh, no. No, Steven. And uh, he ends up getting voted off. Uh, and the, t- the bottom three from that year were Stevie B., Ivana Trump, who recently uh, fell down the stairs and died in the yeah, Upper East Side of Manhattan. Because she wasn't praying hard enough. That's right. And Well, because someone wasn't praying hard enough for her. Mm-hmm. And Cisco. So as those three were in the bottom three, and everyone's like, fuck this Jesus freak. Get him out of here. They vote him off. And then that's when the website RestoreStephenBaldwin.org comes online. Yeah. When everyone sees him, gets voted off of Big Brother, they're like, they hate Christians in Hollywood. This is how we're going to restore him. They make like a movie trailer level 
quality video, like like campaigning for people to donate to basically SaveWalterWhite.com. Yeah, <laughs> donate to Stephen Baldwin, restore his status. He's the real. He's a real one for Christ. He in Christ in the for movie us. business. He's going through some money troubles right now because at this time he had declared like bankruptcy. Anything you can do to help, please donate. This Hollywood actor who has a multi-millionaire brother. We need him to be the pinnacle right now. That's he a, that needs is, our money. He's the best Christian we have in Hollywood. What a successful Christian that you get other people to fundraise for you. Uh, you that had to feel pretty good. Allegedly. Like people, allegedly yeah. he said it wasn't him. Yeah. What? It could have been Come him. Come on. Come on. Restore... Yeah, I think Stephen the IP Baldwin? address was coming out of Tucson. I'll just say that. I did a little digging. I cr- I triangulated the position as yeah. Tucson, Arizona. Also, they uh, the media because I guess apparently it went super viral and was very meme worthy, and people were making fun of it. And then the yeah. media asked him about it, and he goes, "Look, I didn't think of the website, which is probably a lie and a sin of his, but he can go <laughs> get born again, and it didn't even happen. Is that how it works? A born being born again is like abortions. <laughs> just can keep getting. Didn't up. even <laughs> <laughs> unlimited ammo." Uh, keep going, though. What were you saying? Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, and they ask him about the website, and they're like, why would you put up this website? And he goes, look, I didn't think of the website, but if anybody would like to donate, I would greatly appreciate it. Yeah. I'm going through a tough time, and if there is money to be had, I would love it. And then he goes, look, this isn't about me. I'm just the first recipient of this charity. You, we can Once we get all the money to me, we'll pick another person who needs saving. So donate to RestoreStephenBaldwin.org, and it will go to other people but that are not I'm in the name of the website. <laughs> <laughs> and I promise you, I promise you that. He had some real bad financial issues when he started making the Christian movies. He's, his net worth <laughs> at a time was negative $2 million. That's a tough one. That's a bad number. I, I mean, think, You think Alec was giving him a little bit of money at this time? Probably. Probably his brothers were helping him out. Uh, in 2009, he foreclosed on a half a million dollar house in Rockland County, and he was publicly oh that was publicly auctioned after he and his wife defaulted on more than eight hundred thousand dollars in mortgage payments. <sighs> so he filed for bankruptcy, which is not illegal. That's fine. You can be in debt, whatever. The real problem is uh, in like 2013, the IRS went after him for not reporting income tax for three years, from 2009 to 2011, and uh, he had to pay like. $300,000 or something like within the year or face jail time. I wonder if he tried to claim himself as like a church. Like, what's well, ta- taxes? I'm a, I'm a skateboarding pastor, CVB. I'm, I'm a man of God. I'm. We don't have to pay. I'm a rolling grind in church. I'm the unusual suspect. <laughs> Come on. Didn't Come read on. my book? He sends the DA a copy of his book. Maybe you'll reconsider. I am a religion. So he's getting fucked from this tax thing. He's like financially struggling. The movies that he's making are, suck. They're not making any money. And... <laughs> people on RestoreStephenBaldwin.org and other dark corners of the internet start comparing him to Job. Yeah. They start comparing his plight to the biblical story of Job, who's this guy uh, who loses all of his livestock, his kids all die, and he's afflicted with injuries and sickness, and then through his faith in God... Are you God, talking about Stevie B or Job right now? Because it sounds pretty similar. <laughs> through his faith in God, he perseveres, and he... Uh, Gets a whole new batch of good kids, better kids, better kids. <laughs> I'm waiting for Haley Baldwin to burst into flame yeah, and so get an even hotter, smizing little girl <laughs> to marry Justin. Which, by the way, you know Haley and uh, Justin are also very devoutly Christian, and I think if there's anybody that should believe in God, it's Justin because he has both been blessed and smited, yeah, by the Lord. You know, he's always getting like random diseases that nobody ever has. Has really. He's always like <laughs> diseases every, that nobody ever has. Is? Has this? Nobody's <laughs> ever has this at diseases, sire. <laughs> diseases is my precious. 
Yeah, every What's six. He getting? He's like, every, a, dude, every his face is like paralyzed. What? He got like Lyme disease a while, like Lyme years disease. ago, and that you know Lyme disease is a roulette on on. Yeah. You can get anything with Lyme disease. Yeah. And then this past year, he came on uh, and was like, half of his face is just paralyzed randomly. And he makes a video like every six months, like, hey, everybody, I just, as you can see, I'm bleeding out of my eyes right now. It's like the God is giving, like, I have this disease that hasn't been around since the plague. Yeah, I have scarlet sli- fever. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I think it's polio. A yeah. Justin Bieber might get polio. Oh, for sure. If He's what you're saying is true. Has scurvy right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he had an orange. Justin. That guy has the best life and the worst life. Uh-huh. So I think it is a fit, a perfect uh, yeah. Bieber with the Baldwins. Just a little fun fact. Interesting. On the side. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little fun fact on the side for you. Free charge. Just, uh, well, not free. Gratis. <laughs> Yeah, I love they compare him to Job. Mm-hmm. It's really funny there. I get I get the devotion to Stephen, especially because he starts ministering, uh, be- which he actually does. So Augusta's like, right, I guess. I don't know. Stephen, yeah, he just unlocks this new f- level of faith. Uh, and he just starts preaching. So, you know, Stevie Baldwin, he's, he's on fire for Christ. He loves his wife. And he keeps referring in interviews to, like, what's the secret to your love with your wife? And he goes, he goes Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And then he goes, really, though? <laughs> like he's like no I mean I'm serious I'm serious about that and then he goes also forgiveness it's a big theme of my marriage Wonder why. Is forgiveness why that's why? what a cheater says yeah Stephen has this affair allegedly Stephen has an affair with his massage therapist which is art it's dangerous territory I wonder how that happened was it a thing where he flipped <laughs> over and he was like whoops like he pulled yeah. a towel off during a massage uh oh I wonder who started it but. There's there's pictures, Parker. Pictures. People are interviewing him. There's a really funny scene, uh, scene, of from his real life <laughs> where he's coming out of a hotel, hat, sunglasses, classic actor, and uh, let's lower those cops right now, baby. It's late night. It's late night. It's late. It's four p.m. It's late night. It's late night, bye. You know what was really depressing? I was walking down the elevator for the first time, going outside, and someone's like, "Have a nice night," and I was like, "It's not night. It's morning to me." Like I hadn't really. I was like having a slow day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you can't see it. <laughs> I just got started. <laughs> the day's over. The day's just begun. Every day is a, every day's a gift, and I left mine at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody took it. Somebody took my bag. Somebody took my gift. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody took my gift. Children are a gift. <laughs> Children are such a gift. A gift from God. They grow up into be massage therapists and uh, start fucking Stevie Baldwin. So he's coming out of this hotel. He was like staying in budget hotels, not the type of hotel Stevie Baldwin Stevie might stay in. Stevie budget hotels, unless he was bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, he's not Stevie Ballin all the time. <laughs> he's Stevie he's Fallin Stevie on budget, hard yeah. times. Yeah, he's uh, Stevie Budget. They're coming. At the paparazzi's coming up to him. They're like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "Hey guys, how you doing? Can I ask you a question?" And he's like, "It depends what the question is." And he goes, you've been having a two-year affair with your <laughs> massage therapist, right? That's the question. <laughs> that's the question. Well, the question is... Well, here's the... I mean, they get right into it. You know, that's, that's, it's good on their part. And uh, it's, it's solid reporting. Mm-hmm. And then Stephen goes, God bless you guys. That's God awesome. God bless you guys. That's awesome. <laughs> you guys are crazy. God bless you, brother. You God bless you, brother. Which I kind of love. That's that a really good amazing. deflection. It's just like, oh, no, God, I see you. I forgive you for that question. <laughs> and he's like, so no, you're saying like we have pictures of you coming out of like hotels. There, We have a picture of we have footage of her entering a hotel that you arrived at like three hours later. 
Like, we know that you guys talk. We have evidence. You're just going to say nothing about that. And then he gets on a lime scooter and goes, <laughs> you guys are insane. God bless you, brothers. Uh, <laughs> it's scooter's awesome. down the sidewalk. See you later, home slice. <laughs> Falls over. Ah. Oh, fuck. Immediately. They rush over to him. So what about that massage therapist? You fucking her? You put your little dick in her mouth? Come on. Come on, Stevie B. Where's Stevie D? Confess. Where's Stevie's D? Confess, Stevie. Come on. Um, Just you and me, me, man. the half pipe and we'll confess. <laughs> we put a little partition between us. Will you interview us then? Huh? Um, yeah, oh, okay. So, so allegedly I slept with my... It's like the, the voice, voice changing. <laughs> yeah. But you can tell us. <laughs> you can see his little smile through the yeah. thing. Um, you guys so have any cream and peanut butter on white? So this woman, uh, Ruth Perez Anselmi... Uh, says that she and Stevie B began a sexual relationship during his business trips to L.A. Wow. There's a, she's 39, he's 52. Nice. So she was learning how to be a masseuse, groomer, <laughs> at a physical therapy school in the summer of 2016, and he met her there. Uh, she said, I guess I love Steven. I guess she's in the interview realizing that, <laughs> like detailing their torrid affair. She's like, I guess I love him, but we can't be together. He wants to keep me secret, she said to the press. Jesus. She said, I mean, whatever. She's allowed to say whatever she wants. Charles. She said the two, quote, made a list of 15 sexual fantasies, including role play, using sex toys, threesome sex with another woman. And she once even dressed as a man. Hmm. During their furtive meetings, Anselmi re- uh, revealed Baldwin would wear a baseball cap and glasses or pretend to be a homeless man. <laughs> Talk about puss so good, you pretended to be a homeless, homeless guy. You pretended to lose it all. Talking about hot. puss so good, you pissed yourself. <laughs> Start asking for money on the train <laughs> over. Smells so much is, like piss. Is that Stephen Baldwin? <laughs> no. <laughs> you have any change? <laughs> your tattoo is giving yourself away, you know. Ah. <laughs> I just love H and M. Homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pod. Good night, everyone. Homeless man. It's a Daily Show music. Oh, <laughs> homeless man. <laughs> I, lo- that word. I love how this I love how this uh, this article starts. The Latin American beauty who had a two year affair with married Stephen actor Baldwin <laughs> has revealed this, this, guy, this guy watches a lot of <laughs> porn. The busty Latin American beauty <laughs> stuck under a dryer had a <laughs> <laughs> the Latinx stepmom uh, who uh, who dabbled in massages. Asked her stepson if he was feeling tense. <laughs> before he goes off to college. <laughs> Last day before he leaves for freshman year. Um, and there are these really saucy pictures of her that they took for this interview. Yeah. Like, you know they gave her a sweet payout. There's pictures of her in a hotel bed with, like, sheets wrapped around her nude body being like, hello, Steven. Yeah, give me, give me. so so. Give me the face you'd show to Stephen <laughs> when he would show up covered in his own piss. It's like a Mariah with pubes glued to his uh, face to mimic a beard, chugging spaghettios out of a can. <laughs> <laughs> really? How would how would you look at him to show that you wanted to mount that mess of a man? This looks like a Mariah Carey album cover. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's like something. Is she a curious news anchor out to find the truth in that picture? Maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should play the video. The good thing about this is we can talk, like we can just comment on it as it's playing because you really can't hear the video. Oh, Piers Morgan, good. Where I go for all my news, Piers Morgan. L.A. Masseuse. This is the type of shit America's Got Talent superstar should be covering. Wow. What the fuck is that? 
That is like a foot pick that I would sell for good money. American money, mom. Like. Oh, hot voice. Is she okay? <laughs> that was a crazy shot. She like dot like darts out from behind a corner. I mean, she, she looked way hotter then. Yeah. Give me your telephone number and I promise you'll be the most happy lady in the world. What a line. <laughs> <laughs> every visit she grew closer to him and the sex grew hotter i was having feelings so if i have feelings means I and selmy started putting a whole fist up his ass <laughs> okay so at this point she doesn't know that he has a wife but she does know that he keeps showing up in disguise <laughs> why, why do you dress like a homeless i thought he was a criminal <laughs> i thought he like murdered someone it was hot i thought he was on the run yeah which yeah, is one of my 15 i thought fantasies. he had a bad sense of style it's number eight on my fantasy she's hot dude i mean i get it yeah. your, your wife's praying two hours a day in the morning two hours a day at night the prime time for sex mm -hmm. when are you gonna when are you gonna start checking things off a little this devil. list come on you need you a little can't devil believe in god without also believing in satan yeah and this lady looks hot i mean she's she, she's spicy. got a list of fantasies she wants to do spicy is a word picante that that Stephen would have used yeah, with his friends. Very spicy. Yeah, like I got this spicy chica down uh, down in Tucson. Kind of rustle under the covers. In spicy. LA. Ch I uh, prayed to Augusta about it, and she showed, she told me she gave me a sign. Yeah, I, this this really makes a lot of sense to me. If you have like a really devout, like I I don't know how much she's putting it down, Kenya. But it seems like she's like, well, I don't leave my husband because that's a sin. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm she's not like, I'm staying in the. Yeah, I got to be Christian during sex too. Right. I mean, how like kind of fortunate for uh, <laughs> for Stephen that uh, she was like, no, I will be obedient to the Lord above all, mm -hmm. who says that I got to forgive you. Yeah. And he's like, all right, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and test your belief. And he's like, that'll be the name of our relationship. Forgiveness. That'll be the name of the relation. <laughs> forgiveness. They buy a boat. Yeah. Forgiveness. Yeah. I, that, that, I think they probably fucked. I would say at least seven out of 15 times over the course of. I wonder if they I think they, the they got halfway through because they were seeing Man, what was at the end. He was dressing like a man. Yeah, I wonder if he stayed in costume, too, as a homeless guy. I wonder if he just wasn't in costume, and that was just the role of what he... He disguise. just got dressed before he left. <laughs> no, I want to fuck you like I'm a homeless guy. Yeah. I'm not in disguise. Everybody yeah. knows who I am. Yeah. It sounds like his sex life wasn't really rewarding. No. With if he had to uh, go do fantasies. Kenya. Yeah, yeah. All she knew was missionary. Yeah, what's the fantasy? He's like, can I, uh, like, smack you? And she's like, yeah, sure. He's yeah. like, fuck. Wow. Wow. That's like, uh, I remember I once had a girlfriend when I was like 22. She was like, we were having sex and I had not had a lot of sex. And she goes, uh, you can do whatever you want to me. She like had him, she's like, literally, you can do whatever. And I was like, hell yeah, missionary all night? <laughs> and sometimes I'm in the shower just thinking. That's I'm, all I want. Yeah, I was like, that's the only thing I know how to do. Right. And I can't believe you're letting me do it to you. <laughs> so I'll do whatever and only I want to you. One out of missionary. one? Let's do it. Sometimes I'm in the shower, just it'll pop into my head. And I'm like, ah, I could have, could have done anything. <laughs> <laughs> Cowgirl. Yeah. <laughs> Could have done doggy with her. <laughs> Any of the animals. Any of the llama. Dragon. Llama, dragon, rat, doggy. monkey. Baby Start naming the Chinese calendar. Yeah. Moose, <laughs> <Matt cock>. <laughs> <laughs> uh She's like, I'm going to need another guy for that position. <laughs> Can't do moose cock with you. you do shrimp dick. <laughs> you want to do shrimp dick? You want to do gorilla cock? They're very small. <laughs> But they're very angry about but, it. But they're very they have a lot of men. force. A lot of muscle. They get a lot of stuff done. Out. They do. Huh? Build my shelves. But it's no silverback. 
Okay. That's Steven. That's Stevie B. Steven Silverback. Charlie's Charlie E. I bet Steven could put it down in a corny way. I think he is. I think he's a lot of energy. I think he's a lot of energy and uh, kind of sloppy technique. Mm-hmm. You know, but really like too. Like, like she has acting. to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Like she has to be like, that's slobbering all over the. Wipe your mouth. <laughs> yeah. There's like a lot of saliva down there, right? It's like when Tim Allen turns into a, a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Shaggy dog. <laughs> Wasn't that the name of that movie? Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. seen it. Uh, it's all I watch. Tim. Yeah, it's funny. He's he, he was just like a man turning into a dog in Home Improvement. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to do a full send. <laughs> I'm just going to transform into a dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that? Did, did somebody see that? And they're like, I got to write a script for this guy. This guy and we got to hone in on the dog part. That's <laughs> of the funniest Tim Allen. part. So we got to. He doesn't realize. Let's that expand. The <laughs> that's <laughs> the whole thing. That's Tim. Tim, you don't see it. Don't say lines. <laughs> That's exactly Tim. More of that. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> we're talking Scooby Doo level revenue, baby. Scooby revenue. <laughs> Scooby who? Scooby. Scooby, you, my man. Scooby it's you next. <laughs> there was a facial expression we saw Steven do. He was walking and he gave like a. Ah! His tongue. He is a dog. His like tongue's always hanging like out of his mouth. Every time he's grabbing, yeah, he, you're right. In the skateboarding thing, he's grabbing the camera, getting up real close. What's up? Like, back yeah. up. He's the guy that wears a What's Up shirt with, like, all the A's. And you the ever Z's. have one of those kids? Yeah. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, ah. Goes around the back. Dumb shirt. <laughs> what do you <laughs> play, trombone? <laughs> yeah, for Jesus. Every Sunday. What's up? On the back of the shirt, it says, like, the church he goes to, Young Life. The uh, group. Young the life. chapter. Oh. oh, cool! Life so of the Y. Your church made that shirt. Um, um, uh, that's a lot of what we got for Stevie B. His his, yeah. his affair that has not broken his marriage, just because he Jesus has no Christ. because of Jesus Christ. Here's a question: Who would you rather be, Stevie B? Still Alec. <laughs> Me too. I, w- I li- Stevie B is somebody you How admire. How sad is that? You admire like there's a murderer who has to live with that he killed a woman, but he's pretty funny. And he's got a lot of money. A lot of money, pretty funny. And he's well, he's like respected. Steven's still. younger though. Yeah, Steven is younger, but Steven is somebody you admire <laughs> from afar. You don't be Stevie. <laughs> no. Nobody wants to be <laughs> you Stevie. You never go full Stevie. You just gotta be like Stevie. Stevie. And he gets stuff done. Arms he, length, buddy. Arms length. I like Stevie. He's he tries at acting. He wrote a book. Yeah, he he's does. a devout Christian man. He's got some <coughs> skeletons in his closet, but he was born again. It's kind of relaxing to have God. In the background of your life, you know, it's kind of grounding. If yeah. you ca- if you can like really believe it, did we talk about how like different moments where he felt like God was talking to him? He's one of those people. He thinks God like really talks to yeah, him. Yeah, I don't know if you talked about the. You told being me. in church. Yeah, he was saying that God that if God didn't give him the juice that skateboarding and bull riding and skydiving gave him, he wouldn't do it. So he is lit up oh, with God. Wow. He has his adrenaline on when he feels the Lord. Got he's it. saying that like when he reads the Bible, wi- he he feels sometimes wind from the pages. I mean, dude's living a Harry that's Potter a, life. That's a good life. That's bro. sweet. If you can really that's be on that, sweet. If you can really be on that level. That's he's awesome. connecting with people. Yeah. He, he seems so at peace. Yeah. Even though he's been through like a lot of turmoil, he hasn't killed anyone yet. It's coming. Biodome two. Yeah. <laughs> coming to a morgue near you. Someone's dying on the set of Biodome too. Pauly Shore is going to lose it and just joke for somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Intentionally kill someone. Uh, he's just so fed up. <laughs> no more room for the weasel. Come on. I'll show you what the weasel can do. 
Yeah, he's at peace. He didn't go off the deep end like a lot of act, like like a lot of. I don't mean to say has actors of the past. Mm-hmm. You don't look into them and you're not shocked by what they're. Mel up to. Gibson, Aaron Carter. Yeah, this, that's a singer. But like, it's a good scenario that you look him up and you're like, oh, he's just really hardcore Jesus and makes pretty it's not the worst silly way to go. films <laughs> to entertain the stupid and devout. Yeah, but it's funny. That's the only audience kind of that he has now. The is dumb, just the devout, the dumb and devout, the dumb, and dumb, dumb and devouter. Um, I like Stevie B. I would have him yeah, as a so guest. Yes, you'd you'd rather you'd have him as a guest at your home. I I would love to have him. He can only bring bliss to your life. Yeah. it's just fun to have somebody like that around. Positive energy. Positive energy. Yeah, it's like Brody Stevens. Yeah, he'll kill himself one day too. And he'd never. His wife would never let him. No. He does say he's scared of his wife. He he talks yeah. about his wife with the love and fear of a man who has cheated and has moved past it. Yeah. But now she always has that. Mm-hmm. And he has to do That's everything she's into. That's how their marriage seems Yeah, to I'm God. I love it. Love God. Love this stuff. Love you, Kelly. Uh, you and God equally. You are more <laughs> Kenya? Kenya. Kelly. Yeah, he forgets her she's name. like, don't call me Kelly. <laughs> yeah, he's scared of her. <sighs> Oof. Actually, I might consider that in terms of if I want to be Stevie B. Yeah. I don't want to be Stevie B. Actually, I don't want to do that. You don't want to be Stevie B. No. Nobody take you the don't B out be of Stevie. A, you don't want to be in a 30-year marriage. You want to see Stevie B be Stevie B. But you don't want to be Stevie B. Completely. You don't want to he Stevie B. I am he Stevie B. I am he Stevie Heed me, Stevie B. He you do not want to be me, Stevie B. Only watch what I see. Being Stevie B. See Stevie B. Do not be Stevie B. See Stevie B. Stevie B B and come on down to Stevie B CBD CBD shop. <laughs> I was like it was now kind of an Indian guy. A little bit. <laughs> well, you can be anyone you want to be, except for Stevie B. Stevie B. <laughs> you do not want. I'm to be the Stevie only B. me, Stevie B, who you would not want to be if you were given the C. Yeah, I'm just looking for a, f- a sativa. <laughs> I'll do it again, Stevie B. Would you like a sativa <laughs> B? He's like a broken robot. <laughs> he just keeps saying that speech. Yeah. The CBD Stevie B. You do not want to be me, Stevie B. Speech. It's like a psychic uh, or like one of those people at the Coney Island, the fortune teller. Yeah. I guess I'll put another quarter and see what else he's got. <laughs> it is me, Stevie B. <laughs> oh, no. Put your faith in JC and you will I see. I can't do laundry today now. What? <laughs> <laughs> I wasted my quarter. Look, Charles. <coughs> Let's just wrap it up. Um. How do you how do you feel about this episode? Good. How do you? All right. We can redo it if you want to redo it. <sighs> I don't want to redo it. I think in the edit. Sometimes we get to the end of these and we're like, "Ooh, that was a long slog." And maybe it'll be an hour episode, but it'll be an episode. We'll see. I think we. Yeah. Let's just. It was let's fun. Let's it was it fun. Out. We had fun. Yeah, we had fun. We had fun. I need to not bring that weed ever again. It's okay. <laughs> I don't like it. My eyes hurt. I don't like it. I don't like that weed. I don't like it. Doesn't it. make me seem like me when we're talking about CBD. <laughs> Yeah, Stevie B, we love you. I would, I mean, if this guy would ever come on and, be and light us up about Christ, I, I would think we'd actually love to do an episode. This would become Stevie a Christian B. podcast. Oh, for sure. Our lives would change. Overshadowed by the Lord. Yeah. Living in, <laughs> living in the Lord's the Lord. overshadow. Yeah, we, we could do that brand switch. I think you guys oh, would be fine sure. with that, right? We could tour mega churches. You think our audience would be cool with just a little pivot? Yeah. A little JC Stevie B. They pivot. already believe in us. Yeah. Why not believe in something bigger than us? Why not add one more guy? Third, One pretty cool guy. Third host of the pod. Two more guys, Stevie B and oh, 
is going to be permanent mic on the pod. That would be a great. He'd just be like a producer you refer to in the corner. He's not going to produce Stevie it. Stevie B's corner. He would produce it, actually. Yeah, he would. Yeah. And we just drop little messages. Let's try to get Stevie B to produce this episode. podcast. Yeah. Okay. Steven Baldwin. Steven. If you're listening, please hit us up. Find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. At Gangsters for Christ on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. And we will resurrect your name and raise some money for you. What was the website called? Restore Stevie. Restore Stevie. Let's restore you. To his once high heights. On a new wave that is overshadowed. Yeah. And come live in the shadow of the Lord with us, Stevie (laughs) B. I'm so hungry. I'm starving. So hungry. We got to wrap it up. I want some naan. Uh, how can you have naan? No. <laughs> okay. We got to go. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been overshadowed. We would rather be Alec anywhere B. Else. Anybody else. Or anywhere else. Uh, no, Alec Baldwin. Alec okay, Baldwin. We'd rather say be. That you want to harmonize or is that dumb? <sighs> I would rather be and you would rather be and we would rather not be Stevie, Stevie B, B. But would rather instead be. Alec Alec Baldwin. There we go. But we would love to have you on the pod, Stephen B. We think you're a great guy. Nothing negative against you. I love the way you're taking your life. Obe- uh, obeying your wife. Yeah. Believing in the big man upstairs. Okay. Inspiring the youth. How about it? Making independent films. Yeah. You're doing what you want to do. You're living the life that we all hope to do one day, and that's by not caring what anybody else thinks. Doing what you want to do and being financially stable. Yeah. Which he has done through RestoreStevieB.org. Don't go to RestoreStevieB. It doesn't exist anymore. I tried. <laughs> we'll buy it and we'll sell it For some it reason, him. it got taken down. By uh, the real Stevie B at Hotmail.com. Yeah. Very all, strange. All praise be to Augusta. Please listen to every episode we have. Leave a little review. No. Come on. <laughs> listen to everyone. Review everyone. Give us an... Actually, don't do that. That might yeah. hurt our feelings. Uh, but please review us on iTunes, uh, on Spotify. It really does help. Um... Check us out on TikTok, YouTube. All the social medias. Yeah, at Zach Russell Comedy. At Charles underscore Engel. Please uh, give five stars anything you want to do. Treat us like an Uber. Just give us five stars and Come move on. on. And subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah. Just like an Uber. You know, he has like violin recordings he wants you to check out. Just you scan the QR code and forget about it, people. Come on. We got content on there. We got we got some stand-up sets we're going to put on there. We got some rap battles. We got some Think rap battles. We've had a boost the past couple of weeks, so thank you to everybody that is listening to the episode. It's really cool. It helps us going, knowing that you're listening. And this is our second app. Honestly, last week's app, pretty good. Pretty so good. honestly, this week we kind of had a, a bye. We had a bye week. We had a bye week. We but had a Stevie bye week. The thing is, we're showing up. Yeah. We got to give them something. We got to give the people something. Going to the going to the gym is better than not going to the gym at all. That's right. Right? And listening is better than not listening. Mm-hmm. So you guys have done it. Give yourselves a pat on the back. Go buy yourself a $7 coconut water. And get high on us from a weed slash ramen shop. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thanks for listening. And uh, who, who knows who we're going to cover next week. But you know it's going to be fun. Charles, anything else to say? Uh, adios, Augusta. <laughs>